0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, uh, going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This is very light spoilers, everybody. I can't promise you that there won't be any spoilers, but these are so light. I We are not going to be getting into like major story beats, not going to be spo- spoiling the crap out of this movie. So if you're really worried about spoilers, don't listen at all. But if you're okay uh, with light spoilers and reactions to the movie, then this podcast is going to be fine for you. And you're going to have... like like a better grasp of like what to maybe expect going into the movie when it drops in theaters on Thursday or whether you see it over the weekend. Anyway, I've dropped it, this podcast uh, divided it into two parts. The first part is with Connor from CRPRights.com, who I saw the movie with. We'll get into that. And then the second part is Jake and me and Jake asking me questions about the movie. Again, these are very non-spoilery, but if you are totally adverse to spoilers at all, don't listen. Turn it off now. But if you're totally fine with light spoilers, then go ahead and listen, guys. Enjoy!
1: Stephen Strange.
2: The Illuminati will see you now.
1: We will see what kind of Doctor Strange you are. You can only you can control everything. Strange. You can you. Open the
0: doorway between universes or one boy for it. set into madness. This is the only way. I'm
1: ready. This path exacts a heavy toll. Okay. Wait! Bonus episode.
0: There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all. Scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It,
1: it, it's a trap!
0: It, toss it, good it, it. Do we
1: love
2: it? Hey, let's face it. can it, it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party up. Culture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Culture pushed over. Pop culture leftovers. And for the uncool kids, what's to say has already been
1: said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture
0: leftovers. Alright, hey, welcome to a, this is a bonus episode, uh, and I, we're gonna be talking about, uh, Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, a movie that I got to, to see last night. And we're going to... Very light spoilers. I really want to keep this, for the most part, pretty much spoiler-free. Uh, if there is anything that we talk about, we won't get into like specific details about certain things that happen throughout the movie. Um, but I think that you will learn a little bit more about the movie before you go into it. Maybe what to expect, maybe what to anticipate. I'm not alone. I'm joined by the person that invited me me to go see the movie last night uh connor from CRPRights.com. connor welcome to this episode thank you sir
2: thank you it's uh great to be on big fan yeah man i was uh
0: really i mean it was like short notice you asked me to come and i was just like you know i had to put a few things together to make it happen but i was able to make it happen and it was really awesome meeting you and um i, I want to thank you for the opportunity to watch this movie um you know last night so thank you very much
2: yeah absolutely i knew as a, a big marvel fan like you uh, i should invite you for sure dude i when the end came through i i knew i had to invite you
0: yeah well i appreciate it, man i had to move mountains but i moved them man i said get the fuck out of my way i gotta see this movie <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, before we jump into everything Tell everybody uh, about your site and, and how they can find you and, and basically what you're doing over there At crprights.com
2: Yeah, absolutely So uh, I'm the editor-in-chief at crprights.com uh, It's a little uh, movie review site We also focus on television reviews And uh, documentaries uh, We try to get reviews out uh, Four times a week, Monday to Thursday uh, It can sometimes be all over the place but we try to be pretty frequent uh you can always check us out on twitter and any socials really at crp rights uh, uh and that will be changing soon uh to just crp rights hopefully but you can check us out on any socials
0: very cool yeah man um you also wrote up a uh sorry i had to turn off my phone there Jeez, that's what happens when i record midday um but uh You also wrote up a a review uh, about this movie. I'm going to go ahead and link that in the show notes for everybody. So that way you can check out Connor's review for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. But I really wanted to just get your overall, you know, first off, I want to get your overall thoughts on the movie. Is it something um, and I mean, you don't have to use our rating system if you don't want to. It's totally up to you. Uh, But I mean, what were your overall thoughts about this latest entry into the MCU?
2: Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll go ahead and actually use your rating system. Um, so I, I would give it personally a high taste it overall. Uh, I went in relatively, uh, I, I enjoy Doctor Strange uh, overall. Uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch it, does a fantastic job as the character, but he's never been like my go-to Avenger by any means. Uh, the first Doctor Strange film, uh, I thought visually it was really appealing, but I just thought it was kind of a lackluster entry in the MCU. Uh, so really, um, the idea of a sequel of Doctor Strange never really grabbed me up until Sam Raimi came on board. And uh, when Sam Raimi came on board, I was just ready to hopefully get some more Sam Raimi because uh, Oz the Great and Powerful wasn't really a great uh, film from him, and I was looking for more horror from him. And we got it here. We got a, a great mix of... Marvel with some horror elements uh I think it's a really solid film. Uh it's it's a great mix of all his elements together uh, but it is uh it does have some plot issues and and some rough pacing, but overall I thought it was a great time.
0: Yeah, man. I think like I'm not actually going to rate it on this episode. I'm I'm I definitely need to see it again and I, there's still things that I need to process from the movie. Where I think it really succeeds is I think I think it's a successful movie. I think it's very, very good, and I think everybody needs to watch this. I think it 100% succeeds as a Sam Raimi movie. It feels very Raimi, especially like once you got get into like the third act. I mean, of course, you can pick up on stuff throughout the movie, but once you really get into that third act, I mean, just Raimi bleeds through, if you're familiar with his directing style, his visuals, and what he brings to the table. I think where what I'm worried about for the people that may not love this as much as I'm, I, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I think people need to kind of temper their expectations of like what they're going to get in this movie. I think people think that, you know what I, do you understand what I'm saying? Like it, it's called multiverse of madness. I think people think that it's just going to bust the doors wide open for everything and anything possible. And I think for some people that had, probably stayed away from the spoilers it might just do that but if you know some of the spoilers that are out there and you're expecting maybe more and bigger and maybe it might not bring that but I think as far as just like a great MCU entry and as far as like a Sam Raimi movie if you want to get that Sam Raimi horror vibe and and see what he does with Doctor Strange I think it's definitely there I just think that people might be it, I don't know if you agree with me. Do, do you think people might be expecting a little bit more than this movie actually delivers when it comes to huge reveals? Uh,
2: I mean, I, I personally was, but that's just due to all these rumors out there. Uh, I do think that there's a lot more cameos online about uh, that were supposed to be in the film, rumored to be in the film, that just weren't in the film. I do think that the few that we did get uh, were uh, really great. Um, I... I thought, uh, like one in particular, we won't go into spoilers, but uh, one did get a, a pretty good reaction from the audience uh, when uh, that character did show up, uh, and I uh, I think that people just need to go in expecting it to be a Doctor Strange film uh, that they're just kind of going to be have some fantastic visuals throughout, and then to expect some cameos. And obviously, if you've seen the trailer, you know some cameos that are 100% in the film just because they're revealed in the. The trailer but uh i would just go in with low expectations cameo wise and uh go in for just a great mco film overall
0: yeah what do you think did you feel like the do you feel like the movie moves do you think the pacing was good
2: i thought the uh i actually had a pretty rough time with the opening scene i thought the opening scene was a little too much cgi uh i mentioned in my review uh on the site that uh I do think that it's it's a little... It just seemed like a lot, and I don't know if it was the audio in the particular theater we were in or, or what, but it just it didn't draw me in, uh, sound-wise or visually, uh, at the beginning, because it starts with a big chase scene and a big fight, and uh, I think after that happens and we move away from that, and especially more into uh, revealing that Wanda is the big bad of the film, I think the film expands, and I, I think pacing-wise, it, it kind of... Uh, kind of uh starts going pretty well paced but uh i do think that it does have some hiccups along the way uh going from dimension to dimension and uh but i i, I think the last half of the film to me is the best half of the film i i really love the the, the latter half because it's just full Raimi.
0: that's oh man i'm right there with you i feel like the last half of the movie is is a hundred percent all Raimi and Um, I mean, there's definitely some parts in it where I kind of just... As a Raimi fan, it just makes you, like, giddy. It makes you want to fucking squeal in the theater. Like, I mean, here's the thing. It'll be nice to see this with a packed audience. Um, Do you think maybe that affected your excitement level of this as well? Because, like, it was basically us and maybe seven or eight other people in that theater.
2: Yeah, I I think so. I think if you went in with uh, a a good crowd... Um, just you gotta make sure you go at the right time I think uh, especially those cameos and the big moments uh, you'll get a good reaction from MCU fans and horror fans especially Raimi fans I I think uh, it'll be cool seeing it definitely around opening weekend to see what the reaction is compared to our our relatively silent theater yeah Um, but I mean I did did have a good time uh, kind of going without any kind of Noise around me because that is one thing with these mm-hmm. big films that you do have that that uh, thing that might happen on opening weekend of big Marvel movies where people do talk and they're on their phones. So we'll see how that is, but I think reaction wise, I think it will be nice to have a good roar around you uh, when things are revealed throughout.
0: Yeah, um, I w- I will say that I no, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna save some of the and it's what I was gonna say was not even a spoiler. I was just gonna compare it to some of the other. Entries in the MCU that have come out recently, and kind of like where this one ranks. But I'll I'll actually I'm go, I'm going to to save that. um Any I mean what a, I know there's other points bullet points that you want to hit touch upon. Uh, you can definitely dive into those if you want to, Connor.
2: Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, I really for me uh i i didn't get around i am not a big disney plus fan so I, I haven't really dove into those uh tv shows much uh so i did not see wandavision so i don't have that I, I got kind of the bullet points of it um but uh up until that point uh with elizabeth olsen i liked her and i know she's kind of evolved throughout the films but i, I think this is by far her best performance wanda i mean you might disagree because you have seen wandavision uh, do you think she's she's better in this or WandaVision?
0: I mean, it's 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 very that's that's huh that's an interesting question. I think she basically takes what she did in WandaVision, which is the best we've seen her at, and then just kind of like elevated it here. And I mean, what was really cool about this movie is I think like I know it's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but I honestly feel like our big bad Wanda and you know Doctor Strange get equal time on screen. It feels like. To me, yeah. at least. We get, I mean, um, I think she just takes her performance that she had from WandaVision, takes it to the next level in like this big event film. So she was great. She was probably, as far as like, um, you know, what's going on in this movie, she was probably the best actor in this.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Um... And the way that she was able to uh, to pull off, because I've seen her in interviews and all this, and she's, she seems like just a genuinely nice person, and so uh, cool to kind of see it from the interview perspective and in her personal life to like her taking on this role and being so menacing and, and And a lot of the time she's pretty creepy too. yeah, like there's a whole hallway scene uh, where she's kind of limping, and that's just that just was full on horror. And there was even a jump scare there. I, I thought that was her whole performance there to me, and that's all just physical performance and makeup. And I, I really liked her there. Yeah, and
0: there's a that. there's definitely an element of her like getting into other characters' heads and like messing with them, and it's it's really creepy. She does a great job. Um, Wanda looks fantastic, um, and yeah, man, um, I I really enjoyed her performance in this. I thought it I. I felt like this is one of the darkest definitely I think maybe even the darkest entry into the MCU like I know there's dark moments in Endgame oh, in in um uh Infinity War and Endgame you know there there are deaths and things like that but the overall like just the the mood in this one just felt very dark
2: um, I- Yeah no it, it did for sure um I I really I really thought it was a nice turn. It's going to be interesting uh, to see kind of how they go. I mean, they're just going to honestly probably just switch tones altogether in the next entries in the MCU. But uh, it'd be cool if they, like, continue doing kind of, like, these horror-type films throughout the MCU. But I I think personally it's probably going to be a one-and-done kind of horror, like, genre piece. I, I, I don't think they'll dive back into kind of, like, the horror mcu much besides their hor- their halloween
0: um specials yeah werewolf by night so it is yeah werewolf by night and then possibly like a, a man thing halloween special that's been rumored but yeah that, that that might be like a like a yearly kind of thing that they do yeah there um go ahead no I, I i just lost it i just lost it um no go ahead i'll i'll think i'll figure out what i was gonna say go ahead and-
2: okay uh, I do think that uh, that to me I don't know why this just popped in my head but like as far as, and it's not MCU connected, but as far as like the uh, some of the horror elements, it kind of reminded me of like the uh, and even like the big bad and I like the monster, CGI monsters it kind of reminded me of New Mutants a little bit uh, with kind of like the, the big CGI monster fighting them at the beginning and, mm-hmm. uh, and then kind of like the, the grim tone of New Mutants. I know it's not connected whatsoever. Right. It's kind of eliminated from any kind of timeline within Disney but uh, I I think it was cool kind of seeing them successfully doing kind of like a take like the bits that I love in New Mutants which is not a lot uh, (laughs) I think uh, Zam Raimi just like made this into like I, I don't know why I'm bringing it about New Mutants but it's just basically it was so cool seeing like oh that was a horror film sort of superhero film and this is a full on horror film with superhero elements and, and actual characters that I, I can get down with and, and really invest my time into and it's really cool where they're going with Strange uh, well hopefully where they're going with Strange um, the other big thing I wanted to say is uh, that I from the first Doctor Strange film uh, I liked I'm a huge Rachel McAdams fan in general.
0: No, oh, yeah, and I,
2: I and I I liked her in the first Doctor Strange, but she wasn't in it too much, um, and so I thought it was fantastic to see her in a relatively large supporting role. Um, I, I like I was glad she wasn't just a little cameo. I'm I'm glad she kind of stuck around for uh, a good chunk of the film, and uh, I thought her performance was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I thought she was great. I, I, yes, yes, I would agree. I would. I thought her performance was fantastic, and I thought the use of her in this movie, the actor, was really well done. I, and that relationship between uh, Palmer and Strange from the first movie does not get lost in this movie, and I I respect Sam Raimi for not just kind of like pushing that relationship to the side in order to serve, you know, other things that are happening with Wanda. I mean, that's still very much here. And like, you know, Sam does that so well. Like you watch Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. That's an ongoing thing with, you know, Toby and Kirsten Dunst, their relationship. and And I think Sam just really, you know, brought a little bit of that actually a lot of that into this movie and just did a great job. I mean, I actually got emotional at one part. (laughs) So um, uh, I was going to ask you because I I find this interesting and it's great to have you on to talk about this now because Jake and I have talked about it on the podcast before. Like, I wonder what it's going to be like for people that have not seen WandaVision to go into this. Does this movie fill in... Those gaps, not beat by beat, but does the movie do enough to where you kind of like understand where Wanda is right now?
2: Uh, I think so. Uh, I think it's definitely, uh, like I, I mentioned, I kind of got like the bullet points of what happened in WandaVision. Like, I, I knew how it ended, uh, but I think if you were to go in completely blind without knowing anything about WandaVision, uh, I feel like the film does a well enough job at, can I tell you but I don't know honestly like I because have they besides WandaVision have they established these kids in an actual MCU film
0: no this is yeah they, they, the the kids were introduced so, into WandaVision
2: so this this would be their first time like for someone that has not seen or heard anything about WandaVision this would be their first time with those kids and that family dynamic and I i i personally thought that it worked uh but i i kind of knew the the overlining, like reasoning for it yeah um but i mean i do see if someone went in and they were just kind of like uh okay who are these kids (laughs) so it was kind of like what's what's up with these kids why does she have an obsession with these kids all of a sudden um i do think that might actually hinder hinder someone that knows no one uh, nothing i mean nothing about wandavision i think uh that might actually hinder their uh reaction to the film overall actually because that's a pretty big big piece of like why she's trying to do what she's doing
0: oh yeah a hundred percent um yeah if you're a huge sam raimi fan you know and um and if and if you don't know you're about to know but bruce campbell cameos in every one of his movies um when you look at spider-man bruce campbell made a cameo. In all three of the Spider-Man movies, um, same actor. He just played different characters throughout, and this movie's no different. I, I we're not going to spoil what it is, but Connor, what did you think about the Bruce Campbell cameo in uh, Multiverse of Madness?
2: I think I uh, I might be wrong, but I think that was my my maybe one and only like laugh out loud moment, and during the film, like his his whole cameo was perfect in my opinion as a bruce campbell fan i thought his whole little thing there was just fantastic and it had uh it pulled some homage to his performance in evil dead 2 and army of darkness it like it very much got physical i'll say that uh and it very it let bruce campbell be the bruce Campbell we know and love uh even just for that little tiny bit uh and it definitely got a good laugh out of me and i think it got a good laugh out of you too
0: dude i couldn't contain it <laughs> it was funny it was, i was i was very happy with it man you couldn't have said you could i couldn't have said it any better than you did man exactly it was it was perfect and it was almost i i i think sam wanted to write it that way for bruce <laughs> He's, he's like, I'm going to make you do this. And um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. So, yeah, A-plus for the Bruce Campbell cameo in uh, uh-huh. Multiverse of Madness. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, Of course, I mean, it, it's very hard to not want to get into specifics, but I also want to be very respectful for people that haven't, seen the movie yet and people that don't want to know too much more um, but I will th- I, I will say that I do think people are going to go into a very fun movie do
2: you think that this is kid friendly uh, that's I mean I think it's it's kid friendly enough uh, uh, well now I'm thinking about it Brian <laughs> so yeah there's, there's that one scene uh, which which uh, is is not Very friendly, family friendly. uh, Near the middle of the film, I don't want to go into it because that's that's gigantic spoilers. But uh, I do think that scene, that uh, I think parents might be the most upset by that scene, uh, just because there's there's a lot of uh, violence, and I mean it's not, you know, it's not bloody violence, but it's it's pretty graphic, especially what they do to the one character. I, I honestly I think that if you're okay with your your kids watching films like like Ghostbusters and, and like just very like casual horror films, I think they're not gonna have any issue uh, seeing this film. Um, but I mean I, I think it might honestly be probably a good way to kind of uh, push kids into kind of like the horror genre too. I think it'd be maybe like a good starting point. Uh, I might be wrong saying that, but I feel like I feel like that that would be like a good starting point because uh, a lot of these uh, these kids and uh, just like younger fans of the MCU will be in the know of Doctor Strange and all these characters that are in the film, and then they have these horror elements spread throughout. And uh, I, I I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but I I do think that more I think about it, this would actually be a great starting point to get you more into like the horror uh, horror genre. As, as a little kid,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess it all depends. I mean, if if you have a child that has, uh, that is scared of monsters under under the bed or in the closet, maybe don't have them watch this yet. Once they've kind of grown out of that and they know, you know, that the you know monsters and movies aren't real and stuff like that, then I would say, yeah, go for it. Because, but I, I remember that there were kids like uh, growing up that would watch. Uh, Indiana Jones movies and like when a, you know, a character's face would melt or something like that, it would frighten yeah. them. So it really depends on the child. I mean, maybe watch this one first without the kids and then come to that conclusion. But. Um yeah, I think for the most part, they should be able to handle it. Just depends on the kid, really. Um, it definitely is the darkest. I think the I would say it's the definitely the darkest entry into the MCU as of yet. And I think I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I, I just don't I don't think it was the funniest movie. And you kind of touched on that, like with the Bruce Campbell scene. Like, of course, Wong has his snarkiness and I loved it. And I kind of cracked smiles at Wong and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I cracked a smile, you know, another character from the first movie kind of shows up and, you know, talking was strange and I kind of cracked a smile there. But it, it wasn't, like, huge, like, laugh-out-loud moments like you get with, like, you know, the Thor Ragnarok or, or Guardians of the Galaxies Volume 1 and 2. It was, it was very funny moments. I think smartly played comedy, um, but mostly a darker tone in this one
2: yeah no absolutely um yeah it's it's definitely leaning towards more of the uh the darkness of the story i mean the story is dark i mean it's it's about this uh, this woman that's trying to basically steal someone's life to to be out and while also trying to steal this person's life she's trying to murder someone to get there <laughs> it's uh it's a lot of uh sinister uh a lot of sinister uh behind the scenes to like uh wanda's actions to everything that she's doing here mm-hmm. um i do i do think it's by far probably i mean obviously uh obviously what uh oh man my my head that's not working right now but uh obviously Thanos. i couldn't think of the word Thanos for some reason <laughs> what Thanos did it, it was obviously horrific but the way that the russo shot it it was i, I it was you know, disheartening and sad when people turn into dust and it was horrifying in that moment, but it was a very, like, it just seemed grim, but this film just seems dark overall. Like, uh, I don't know where I'm going, Brian. Sorry.
0: (laughs) You're fine, man. You're fine. It's, it's, I mean, we, it's, it's hard to talk about this movie without getting into certain specifics now. Yeah. With... I guess the last question I have for you that I'm curious to ask you is, and without spoiling them, we do get a mid-credits and a post credits scene. Thoughts?
2: Uh, Did you so, like them,
0: not like them, or you know? I, I, I'm just curious.
2: I, I absolutely love the the last uh, after credits. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely love that. No doubt about that. I I actually. I was not a fan of the mid-credits one, but I think it's maybe just because I uh, – the way Raimi ends the film, it's it's just – I don't think that mid credit scene needed to be there. Uh, it just – it felt like they could have just skipped that this time around and, and just went with the last after-credits scene, and it, I think it could have been good on its own. Uh, I think it kind of downplays what happens at the end of the film by rushing into this uh, mid-credits scene. Uh, there's a, a cool uh, character introduction. Uh, I'm not too familiar with this character from uh, the comics or the backstory of this person, but um, I, I do think the, the actor that, that's portraying this person uh, it was cool seeing them on screen for sure. Uh, but I, I, I wasn't blown away by uh, what they did on screen or uh i actually thought like they, they have a little moment where they have a weapon i'm trying not to be spoilery at all but uh where you have a weapon and there's they basically open reality and you see through reality and i i was not a big fan of that cgi in that moment either um i don't know i just it was underwhelming for me but also i, I just didn't have a big uh understanding of who this person was um I just basically was going off of a fantastic end to this film, and then it kind of just felt undercut by this thing plopped in the middle. But but what did you think, Brian? I'm kind of right there with you. Like, I
0: wish there was another way that they could have given us that mid-credits scene without taking away from the impact of what we had just watched at the end of the movie, right? I mean, it was... yeah. It did, and what you said after we watched it, it was like you said, like it felt like it was filmed by a completely the mid credit scene felt like it was filmed by a different director, and I happen to agree with you.
2: Yeah, it feels nothing like like Ramy to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it so felt I'm, like
2: I'm very curious. I'm very curious. It kind of felt <laughs> I don't know like how long ago they they filmed it, but it just felt like maybe that was like the first thing Scott Derrickson. That's his name, right? Scott Derrickson. Scott directed. Derrickson, yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's like the only thing he got to do, and then Sam Raimi took over from there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they might have they may have even gotten like uh one of their company guys to come in there and do it, maybe a second unit director, but typically it's like whoever's gonna direct like the next movie. But see, that was a... yeah, like I because I know that they've had directors that we're going to be you know directing a movie that ties into like whatever that mid credit scene is take on those duties, but this th- that mid credits is like it's more of a doctor Strange storyline than anything than anything else it's not going to be we 're not going to see that story unfold in a in a guardians movie or a thor movie so
2: yeah so you you think that like because that that what happened has not been previously announced like i think there was rumors of this person showing up but like as far as like officially from marvel there's no like official word on like what film uh this adventure they're going on will be in that's correct okay. yeah okay so we're just assuming it's going to be a, another doctor strange yeah movie right now
0: actually. yeah that's exactly yeah yeah i
2: guess we'll we'll see see who takes on the mantle there i know i would
0: lo- i don't know it'd be interesting to see if Ramy comes back to do another Doctor Strange.
2: Yeah, it'd be... I don't know. Uh, just I, It'd be... So far, all the behind-the-scenes details seem like he had a good time working with Marvel and Kelvin, Kevin Feige on this one. Uh, it seemed like he had a much better experience here than he did with Oz.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: so hopefully he does come back. I mean, I'd love to have another, another horror-like film by him. Um, I, or if he doesn't want to do another horror-like film, if he wants to go full-on like kind of like cheesy like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man if he, if he just wants to come do a uh Spider-Man with Toby again I'm cool with that too but that's never going to happen but
0: <laughs> I know I know oh god I mean we did, after Spider-Man No Way Home comes out everybody's like we could get another Garfield movie we could get another Toby movie it's like you know the sky is the limit so I I I'd never want to rule out another you know Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie cuz that would be amazing but um, especially if Ramey came back and did it the way he wanted to do it. That would be incredible. But, yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath either. Uh, Connor, man, thank you so much um, for, for I guess, uh, me and you kind of doing walking a tightrope, trying not to spoil everything for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but
2: it was, it was kind of difficult. I'll say that.
0: <laughs> but I do think people have a lot to look forward to in this movie. I would just say my biggest recommendation is to just go into it. You're going to get a fun sam raimi movie but just i guess temper your expectations for like what you're going to see or not see just go in and and enjoy the story as it unfolds and there still are surprises if you even if you know spoilers i think there still are plenty of surprises
2: yeah but it's best to play it safe and and stay off uh, the, I would just mute the Doctor Strange hashtag right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> oh
2: man, people are going wild.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I've, I mean, people have already taken screenshots, so yeah, be careful out there, guys. But Connor, thank you so much. Uh, people can head over to crprights.com dot com and read your review. I'll link it in the show notes. Is there anything else you want to let people know? Uh,
2: not at this moment. Uh, not. Uh, But you guys can always check out our website, uh, Monday to Thursday. New uh, movie reviews, TV reviews, and documentary reviews. You guys are doing a great job over there. I always appreciate your support of our podcast,
0: and we'll continue to support you, man. Thank you so much.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you. Don't you wish there was a pop culture review site that appealed to cinephiles, both professional and casual? Well, look no further than crprights.com. New content such as movie and TV reviews, film essays, and more are released every week by writers who crave for movies like every moviegoer craves for popcorn. CRP Rights is dedicated to making sure no one is wasting time or money where they shouldn't be. After all, you have to be able to buy your popcorn and eat it too. CRPwrites.com, Casual reviews with purpose since 2018
0: all right hey welcome back it is part two of uh this doctor strange uh you know i guess jake i I guess i want to call this a pregame man
1: yeah that's a great name for it
0: yeah doctor Mm -hmm. strange pregame i've seen the movie you haven't seen the movie i know you're a huge Ramy fan i wanted to give you the opportunity it's not like you don't get to fucking talk to my ass every week but now you have a reason to want to talk to me every week (laughs) (laughs) you got me with this one
1: i definitely want to talk to you
0: (laughs) so yeah man um I mean, I I talked a little, I mean, I talked with Connor, I gave him my thoughts, but I want to, you know, and I'll, 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 I mean, we're going to do this probably as non-spoilery as possible. Um, If you do, like, throughout the conversation, want to get into something spoilery, I'll drop the warning and people can drop off the episode at that point. But um, I guess we'll start it off really light. But uh, what kind of questions do you have for me, man?
1: I mean, the biggest question as a Raimi fan is, It does it truly feel like a Raimi movie? I mean, that's the thing I think everyone really wants to know, at least from the Raimi fan perspective.
0: Yes, I definitely, and Connor and I kind of talked about this in the first half, and I'll get into it more with you, is it definitely has its moments of a Raimi movie in the first half, but the second half is very much a Raimi movie. And I will tell you that it's definitely the darkest entry I've ever seen. Uh, in the MCU. And um, I would say that this studio did not sacrifice Raimi's vision for, like, the overall, like, let's push the Marvel Cinematic Universe ahead. Like, they really, like, let him do what he wanted in this. And I I said that if, if people go into this movie and for some reason they walk out of it and they're just like, oh, man, that just wasn't what I was expecting... I think maybe we need to temper our expectations with this one because the title is just so insane, Multiverse of Madness. And it's like, um, I will say, like, if you don't know of any of the spoilers that are out there, like this movie might live up to everything and more. But if you do know and you're expecting even more on top of that, like just mind blowing, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you might walk away like a little like, oh, man, I, I was hoping that there would be more. But yeah,
1: I can see that. I mean, with the title, they kind of staple some crazy expectations to mm-hmm. some of the fans with it. Like, yeah. But I'm kind of glad to hear that. Like, I don't want this movie to be like a flashpoint where it's got to like juggle the entire MCU moving forward. Like at the end of the day, I want a good Raimi Doctor Strange movie, you know, first and foremost.
0: I think you're going to get it, man. And I think you, I think once you hit that definitely like the second half of the movie, Um that stuff really ramps up, man. There is... I mean, th- there are going to be moments in this where you're going to th- be thinking to yourself, like, oh my God, this is just like Evil Dead. Or, oh my God, this is just like Army of Darkness. And, oh my God, that special effect right there looks like something that Raimi would have used in his earlier horror work. And it's just, just so happens to be in this Doctor Strange movie. Um and so yeah, I think you'll be very happy. I think you'll be very happy.
1: Oh man, that's so I got so scared when you started to describe it and you split it into halves and you're like, Well the first half is very Raimi like and I was expecting you to say, Well, the second half is just Marvel formula. Even the kind of drops.
0: Even though, no, even the first half, like it's it's very much a Raimi movie all the way through, but even in the first half, like, I would say like, you know, you have The Spider-Man movies, you know, one, two, and three, where in each of those movies, you see the relationship between Toby and Kirsten Dunst's characters. And I mean, I thought Raimi did a great job in those movies, even like incorporating almost like the love triangle at one point. I think he did a great job with the relationships, not only like the character... The superhero his persona but having to deal with relationships as well you know as being a superhero and how difficult that can be that Rami really carried that over from like the first dr strange where he has you know kind of like this off and on relationship with dr palmer like he doesn't sacrifice palmer at all in this like you still get strange and palmer and awkward moments together because you've seen in the trailers that there's a wedding and like he doesn't shy away from this stuff the the christine palmer stuff it's really really fucking good
1: that's awesome. So is this movie more violent and gory than the most extreme thing we've ever seen before Moon Knight?
0: <laughs> are, you talking, are you serious? I, it was it was kind of a joke question but
1: kind of serious like does does it really push the envelope
0: I, as far as marvel goes i'm not saying this is the fucking grudge okay i'm not saying this is the ring but as far as horror goes yes I, this definitely pushes it and i'd say like it has its funny moments this movie has funny moments man and you will laugh at certain points wong is snarky and funny and and uh, there's some laugh out loud moments but not too many this is not like thor ragnarok this is not like guardians of the galaxy where it's just like fucking you're laughing all the time it takes a serious dark tone and yeah you see some blood you don't see you don't see fucking you know like super gore or nothing like that but you, <laughs> you see you see blood shit gets violent that's awesome
1: um just a real quick Ramy geek question did you uh did you spot the car
0: Uh, I was looking and I think I did Okay It was quick and I was like, oh my god, go back, go back I was like, I can't rewind it, this is not home (laughs) I think I did though And I think think it might When you watch the movie, Jake Look for a car that's floating Okay And then tell me Because I think that's, yeah, okay Go ahead
1: uh, I think you might have answered this question already, just kind of with your preamble, but were there any cameos that actually
0: surprised you? Hmm. I would say no. Okay.
2: No, no no, 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 no.
0: Was- like, I, I, like, there was a... Ca- now, I wouldn't use the word surprise, but there was a cameo that I wasn't expecting, and it's not going to be like mind blowing to anybody when it happens and it happens relatively early in the movie it's not a surprising i mean it's not like you know they drop this massive mcu character it's not like all of a sudden silver surfer shows up in this movie um, but there is a character that i wasn't expecting that does make an appearance in the movie and that's it's pretty it's relatively early on and it's and it's really nothing to write home about okay okay um, shoot! How was American Chavez? Here's the thing: if anybody leaves this theater and says, "Oh man, she was fucking terrible," they're wrong. If anybody leaves the theater and says, "Oh my god, she was amazing in the best part of the movie," they're also wrong. <laughs> they, she's fine. Like she, for a lot of the movie, she's just there because of her. It's like her power is like a big kind of like, um, uh, it's a battle with her power, like they don't understand it i mean we know from like the merchandise and from the trailer and all this stuff that and from the comics that she's able to bounce between the multiverse her power is a big it's a big deal in this movie and a lot of her is just used for that you really don't get to know a lot about her like you really don't get to know her personality there is a part at the beginning where she does There's a joke about um, Spider-Man that was kind of funny. And that's like really, there's not a lot more about her character that's jokey. Um, We do get to see like a flashback of her past and like where she came from. And that's interesting from like an origin story point. And I think that that'll be used like maybe in a future Disney Plus series or maybe here yeah, maybe her own Disney Plus series where they'll kind of branch off. There's a lot of setup to her and there's a yeah, just a lot of setup to her. But she was she was fine. She was neither I mean, the the reports of reshoots and her testing bad with audiences. I don't think audiences would have been watching her and been like, Oh my god, she's terrible. I just think audience might have been like just kinda like, Okay, she yeah, she was she was being uh, sh- she's in the movie. She was she was there. And they were trying to, you know, figure out her power. And, I mean, she's more of a... Uh, she's not like a main player. This is really Wanda and Strange's movie. And her, she is just kind of... She sounds like she's kind
1: of like a MacGuffin.
0: That's a MacGuffin. I wanted to use that word, but I didn't know if that was the right term to give her. She is kind of the MacGuffin in the movie, yes.
1: Okay. That's cool. I... I like that. And you're talking about the reshoots. Like I've heard a lot of interviews this week with Ramey just because it's so cool to like, you know, see him talking about stuff again. We haven't heard him forever. And, um, you know, you can't trust 100 percent what he says. He could be giving very political answers, but he talks about the reshoots. A lot of people have asked him about him, and he seems to point towards they showed the movie to a lot of test audiences. There was a lot of stuff going on. The movie doesn't really have a previously on. And audiences were getting confused at certain beats. And the reshoots uh, were basically to tighten up some of the story elements that test audiences that weren't familiar with the entire saga that came before weren't getting.
0: That makes sense. I, I, I think that um, there's definitely a couple of scenes that kind of give you glimpses at WandaVision okay that ma- I would
1: bet that those were the add-ons like yes. that kind of
0: stuff yes yes
1: I find that a lot more believable than like the stuff about it's because American Chavez was bad sounds exactly like the kind of stuff like internet trolls would make up to say negative things about this movie so I kind of lean towards what Raimi I think Raimi's telling us the truth
0: yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense I I Yeah, I I bet he's telling us the truth. I don't think that reshoots... Reshoots definitely weren't to get, I think, like additional cameos and stuff like that in there. I really don't think that that was the case.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting scene. Like, you've obviously seen the movie, and, you know, I've seen enough of the trailers and TV spots to know that, like, Raimi's style is definitely intact. It makes you wonder what Scott Derrickson wanted to do that, like Disney was so opposed to, it's very weird.
0: Well, I mean, we know it sounds like um, Raimi, and I don't know, and I don't know. Like it sounds like from all the rumors we heard that he was going to incorporate the character of Nightmare into his, and that was going to be his main villain. And I think with the introduction of Disney Plus and them getting the Wandavision series, maybe he was just, you know, I don't see why he wouldn't want to be involved and work with, you know, Elizabeth Olsen and and all that. But sounds like he had a completely... If we can believe the nightmare reports and stuff, sounds like he had a completely different movie in store for us. See, that makes a lot more sense
1: than they wouldn't let him go, like, as dark as they wanted. I, he probably just got fed up with the idea of doing a sequel to a movie that wasn't his original movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you're going to see his name in there as a producer, but I'm sure, you know, maybe they use some of his... You know, he did kick off the first film and he was at one point attached to this and maybe they took some notes from him but other than that this felt very much like a Ramy movie and scott derrickson had no influence
1: just ted Ramy show up
0: i didn't see him <laughs> i didn't see him
1: yeah usually if he was going to show up they wouldn't like hide him
0: yeah He'd obnoxiously be there yeah, unless he's like, unless he's the eyeball for Gargantos, I, I, I don't, I didn't see him. That would be it, awesome. Well, did you see it with a packed crowd? No, it was a, it was a press screening. There were maybe seven or eight people total in the theater.
1: What was that atmosphere like? I mean, you might have already gotten into this. But.
0: Kind of. <laughs> it was. I mean, there were there was a point where I am like laughing out loud, and like it's you know, other people were snickering and stuff like that, but like, it was really kind of, it was a very laid back crowd. <laughs> so, I mean, they're critics, so they're just, it wasn't like, like, I know I'm sure some of them were MCU fans, you know, cause like, even after it was done, like we all kind of like went out and they were talking about it and stuff like that. But, you know, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like opening night crowd, dude, where like, uh, everybody's just like in on it and, you know, cheering and shit. It was nothing like that. There were, there was a one gasp, but I mean, it's,
1: gotcha. It's, or even like some of the other, like before the movie came out releases, you saw, like you saw those with full crowds, like, um, mm-hmm. um, Shang-Chi oh, yeah. and, uh, so it wasn't like that experience. It was
0: nothing like that. No.
1: That's cool. So you're still gonna get that opening night crowd experience and you're kinda mm-hmm. you're definitely pre gamed for it. You're kinda gonna know what the big moments are that might like get the crowds really stirring.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I will I will say, you know, we've seen, you know, Patrick Stewart, but when he when he um when we first when he first kinda like comes out, um this is the minorest of spoilers, you hear the x-men 90s animated theme song oh
1: that's (laughs) (laughs) awesome
0: it's pretty fucking cool i love that
1: they've had what 10 plus x-men live action movies and they don't have any iconic piece of music that they can pull from there that they have to go to the i mean i they chose wisely that's what i would have picked too but
0: well he looks like the animated version man it's insane it's really cool (laughs)
1: that's really awesome i mean we never thought we'd see him again after you know the logan send off and mm-hmm. i was kind of a little bit anti seeing him again but i think they found the perfect way to make that possible and not take anything away from what
0: happened in logan Hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um i don't think it was it's it's definitely not the version of him from logan though
1: oh no no i wouldn't think so no I
0: wouldn't think so.
1: Oh, man. What else? What else? Like, oh, I just don't want to straight up outright ask you spoiler questions. Um, does the movie have a conclusion or does it feel very open-ended?
0: Uh, I mean, how do I? There is – it's just like all movies. Like, there is a clear ending, but there's also, like a, a, a like, an opening for another kind of story. And then, like, where does this leave certain characters? So, like, those questions are still – still open it's it's hard that's hard to answer
1: okay yeah do they do a uh, dr strange will return in the credits yes okay that's cool you never know how to take that though you never know if that means just a full-on solo movie or just he's going to show up in some event somewhere
0: exactly yeah
1: uh, yeah, and I mean, I've heard a lot of great stuff about the music. I'm really excited to hear what Danny Elfman's done. Um, I can't imagine the same Raimi Marvel movie without Danny Elfman doing the music. So it's it's nice to hear. I mean, I assume you thought it was great too. It
0: was very good. It was very good. I did enjoy it quite a bit. So I think fans will. I think fans will get into it.
1: Yeah, that's good. I'm so excited. You talking about how you're gonna like see like. Some scenes just straight up remind you of Evil Dead movies or Army yes. of Darkness. Like, I've kind of caught pieces of that in the trailer. Like, the very first time I saw the trailer, I you know, and I saw Dr. Strange talking to himself, my brain went, you know, I'm good, Ash, and you're bad, Ash. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it just had that vibe to it. But, oh, man. I'm sure, like, Raimi probably did voice work in this movie, I would imagine. Because, like, anytime some kind of creature or monster speaks in any of his older movies, it's almost always him talking.
0: Uh, I'd have to go back. Um, there are like these... There are these creatures, and I won't even tell you where they show up, but there are these creatures in the movie, and they look straight up like... And Connor and I actually talked about this today. And he thought the same thing. He was going to tell me the same thing. They look like they came straight out of that Shazam movie. Do you remember those creatures in the Shazam yeah, movie like that boardroom and all that, and like there are creatures that look kind of like they have that Shazam looking feel to them. These monsters that you see in the movie at one point in time, um, but I can't recall if they're like what noises and s- s- sounds they make or whatever. So, is there an animated sequence in this movie? There is. There is. In um, you'll be. I'm telling you when you know in the commercial where they show you you know him going into flip it, him and America Chavez being t- pushed into the different multiverse universes um they're they go through so quickly man like it it's going to I mean somebody's going to have to video this stuff and um slow it down um there's one that looks like um what's that uh, screensaver the pipe screensaver on your computer remember the old computers they had like that pipe screensaver I do I know
1: exactly what you're talking about
0: There's one it's like that and it looks like a bunch of pipes and there's like a drone flying around and and but all the pipes are kind of like a like a titanium or something and there's like a drone flying around and I was like wondering if that was kind of like a a futuristic Ultron world or something um, but they go through so quickly, man. Like the animated one, you see it really quick and
1: okay. So there's not an actual sequence in no an animated sequence. It's no. just a blip of yes, animated They're
0: the just bouncing in. I mean, there's like seven or eight of them that they go through really quickly and you don't stop on one until the last one. So, okay. Oh, that's
1: really cool though. Um, are you excited to see this in 3D now after Seeing it?
0: I am I am I'm excited To see it in 3D um, I mean and not just for like The um, crazy Tentacled Monster Gargantos There, There's other just other scenes that I Think are going to look really cool um, In uh, In the movie I you know Connor even Talked about it when we uh, uh, You know when we were talking about There's a there's a hallway scene and and, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch is, like, limping down the hall. I think the hallway scene of her limping down the hall and coming after them. And it reminded me of James Cameron's Aliens, you know, like, with the Marines mm-hmm. running. In the hospital. Uh, uh, the Marines running, you know, in the ship and stuff like that. And and down the corridors and stuff, trying to get away from the alien and stuff. and And it was almost like, you know... Dr. Strange and America Chavez, you know, are, are running away from the alien. The alien happens to be fucking Scarlet Witch, you know? Oh, that's really cool. Um, how are the performances? Like,
1: um, I assume Benedict and Elizabeth have to play a lot of different versions of themselves. Do, Do they both really turn it in?
0: Benedict has to play more, I think. Yes. More versions of himself. Um he's he's very good but elizabeth olsen honestly is just like the the turn from her character she is just she just takes it to another level she's really 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 fucking good in this she's really good she kind of steals the movie
1: that's awesome that's awesome a lot of people are gonna be so happy about that i mean she's been such a fan favorite character and really until the last like Couple years, they really have never done her the service that she's deserved.
0: Have they ever called her Scarlet Witch in the in in, they, in Wandavision?
1: Yeah, they did in the last episode.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Do they still call her that here?
0: She refers to herself.
1: Oh, nice! That's awesome. So yeah, that was a big deal when they did it in the last episode of Wandavision. that's yeah. probably the coolest thing to happen in the last episode of Wandavision.
0: Yeah, she was really she was really good. She was excellent in this.
1: Oh man, I I can't really think of anything else to ask you that's just not outright like spoilery plot beat stuff. So, I, I I if I don't know it I, yeah. I I'm going to keep it under the blanket, I think.
0: Yeah. I will say that I think that you will love the Bruce Campbell cameo. Oh yeah, you you sent me a message
1: right away that it was great. I I can't wait to see that. Yeah. I, oh man. I hope I hope this does well. I hope people receive it really well because damn, I want to see more Raimi. Yeah. I don't want him to hide away for 12 more years.
0: Yeah, I think, I think people are going to like this a lot. I do think like if somebody does have a problem with it, I think they were just expecting more. And I think you need to temper your expectations and just enjoy it for the story. Because I think, I, I think, it's, a, I think it's an interesting story. And, and um, yeah, I, 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 really, I really dug it, man. I really dug it. I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah, I can see people having that attitude, and then maybe when they watch it a second time, and their expectations have been a little bit tampered, they'll they'll appreciate it a little bit more.
0: I can't blame Rami. I can't blame anybody else. I think it was like you know you've got a lot of the people out there with like the spoilers, and the spoilers just kind of like getting ramped up and ramped up. You're you oh we're gonna see this person, we're gonna see that person, we're gonna see this. This is the you know and and I mean what we do get is a lot of fun. What we do get is a lot of fun. So. It's That's just, awesome. Yeah. So
1: no Tom Cruise.
0: You want to know? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure the answer is no, but uh, <laughs> you can tell me yes if it's yes.
0: There's no Tom Cruise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wonder what happened there. It'd be interest interesting to hear once this movie's been out a few yeah. years, like some of the behind the scenes stories about some of the choices they made.
0: Well, I mean, I, there were rumors that they even asked Joaquin Phoenix to to pop in as a variant version of Doctor Strange, and uh, I mean, Jake, I don't know if we can chalk these up to like were these really things that they actually pursued, or is this just people making shit up? You know, so
1: yeah, that some of that. Like the leaked shots were so convincing with the Tom Cruise thing though. I know. Like there was if it wasn't for those photos, I it feels like something really close happened there.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I was really hoping to see that, but what we do get is really awesome though. So what we do get is awesome though. I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I just think you know some people might be expecting even, even more and when they don't get it you know they th- it might leave them you know kind of like uh you know I was hoping for this I was hoping for that but I think at it, at its core it's and the movie moves pretty good I mean it's like 2 hours so
1: yeah yeah Raimi's a great at pacing that's like one of my favorite things about him just the way he films his action sequences mm-hmm. and the pacing of his movies is just Oh, it's so good! Like it really holds up the way he films action. Like he's not a quick cut guy, and he knows exactly when to move on to the next thing. You're never confused as to what happened in that action sequence. Yeah. So I, oh
0: man, I can't wait to see it. I'd say like the gargantos action scene is a lot of fun. It looks really cool, and it, I think it is going. I think it will look really good in three D. Um, uh, the. The I guess maybe like the you know there is and we you see this in the trailer the the battle at Camartage is kind of cut and paste. It feel it, I wanted to say, I guess I want to see like you know these Camartage magicians do a little bit more interesting things with their magic other than just make shields and make it look very like a medieval battle, but with magic. And that's what it felt like.
1: Mm, gotcha. They went more for make this look like a beautiful painting shot than they did really defining any powers or abilities.
0: Yeah, everybody was like, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, everybody's putting up a shield and trying to keep, you know, the baddie out and stuff like that. And it it felt very much like just watching like a medieval movie where everybody's got like their actual shields up. You know, and I don't know, I just, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't think that that was too creative or, or interesting. You know, it would have been nice to see like different, different students at different levels being able to perform different magic spells and stuff like that. And it was really kind of kind of boring (laughs) so
1: (laughs) what's the running time of this movie two hours and six
0: minutes two hours six minutes yeah
1: yes yeah i think that's perfect like i mean i haven't even seen the movie but i mean i you know it's i've talked a lot about how i don't like movies to be that long and i that seems like a perfect tight time for me
0: it's good it's good man i'm glad it wasn't like two and a half, two forty five. um we didn't need it uh i think it's a good time um you know the little the 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 bull guy, Rintra, very small, very small role in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember him from the trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah, very small role. And, like, some of the reports were, like, he was going to have a huge, you know, role in the movie. No, very, very small. (laughs)
1: He'll get his Disney Plus spin off. Yeah,
0: right. The (laughs) Rintra Disney Plus series. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Dude, I think you're going to love it. I think if you're a Raimi fan, you're going to love it. I, I... I, man, I can't imagine Raimi fans walking out of this and, and not feeling like they got to to watch Sam Raimi's you know, artistic ability come through in a Marvel movie, um, another Marvel movie. I, I really feel like people are going to enjoy this.
1: Yeah, I, I got to imagine I'm going to feel better walking out of this than I did Oz the Great and Powerful.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I enjoyed that movie for what it was, but it was still, you know, that's a hard... That's a hard fucking property to take on, even if you are Sam Raimi. No,
1: I agree. And I did not dislike that movie either, but it hasn't held the test of time very well. I kind of revisited it a couple of years ago. Oh, really? I definitely enjoyed it more the first time I saw it than I did recently.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched it in years. And I watched it when it first came out, saw it in the theater, and I I enjoyed it. And, yeah, I haven't revisited that one. Yeah, don't. Okay.
1: (laughs) It sounds like you have great memories of
0: it I'll keep keep them that way man Yeah I enjoyed it I saw it in the theater and I I walked out And I was like alright That's probably my favorite non Judy Garland Wizard of Oz thing You know
1: Oh Return to Oz all the way
0: No I can't stand that movie man (laughs) I saw that when I was a kid and I was like None of the characters look the same This is not the Wizard of Oz This is weird (laughs) Oh
1: that's funny I love that movie uh, now, we're completely off topic now.
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> man, I yeah, I can't wait for you to watch this one, man. I can't wait for you to watch this one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy going into the theater and watching this one again and knowing what, what things are going to happen and being able to see the audience's reaction. So it'll be cool. It'll be cool. I, I know. I definitely know that um, I will say that the, the mid credit scene is going to confuse a lot of people. People are going to have questions.
1: Okay. It's probably intentional though, right? Yes. 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 Um, yeah. A
0: little behind the scenes question.
1: Have you started your notes already?
0: Not yet, dude. Not yet. I got back at two in the morning and I fucking, I went to bed and, uh, you know, and then I worked today. And so I haven't started notes yet. Uh, you know, I will, I need, I need a full night's sleep in order for me to start working on notes yeah i believe it i believe
1: it i'm glad you went man i you were telling me you were thinking about it and i was like go
0: dude it's like (laughs) it's like yeah it's like it's like one of those opportunities that if i didn't go and i had the opportunity if i could i you know i was telling connor i was like i had to move mountains to do it but i did and ah, man i'm glad that i did i'm glad that i did i feel like i feel i feel a lot more relaxed too probably coming into our review when we review it on saturday because i'll i'll have I'll be able to have the movie watch three or four times, so
1: yeah, I mean otherwise it would have been less than forty eight hours and here we go,
0: I know exactly, exactly. you can sit with me for a while, so yeah man um, I can't wait to watch it with you,
1: yeah, I'm so excited dude i I wish I could just skip tomorrow
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah i think you're I think you're gonna dig it you're definitely oh my god, there's definitely some like heavy like Ramey visuals and, and it'll, it'll give you those feels. And definitely like, you'll feel like, um, um, you know, the relationship between Palmer and Strange, you'll be able to see kind of like how, how that kind of like felt you know, like going back and watching the old Toby and Kirsten Dunst scenes, you know, between Peter and Mary Jane and, and Sam Raimi's kind of take on, on Christine, uh, Christine Palmer and Doctor Strange. It's really good, man. It's really good. I don't think it's just the visuals. I think that just the relationships of the characters, you can see Raimi bleeding through
1: no I agree and that that's one of my favorite parts about Raimi too like just like the way he made Toby into that almost a Sam Raimi like character just like his awkwardness mm-hmm. and you know how he talks to women and all that kind of stuff like I, it's exciting to hear that it's not just a big action sci-fi fest that he really does find those moments with the other characters. He does. It's I, crazy to hear that Rachel McAdams has so much time too. That's exciting.
0: Yeah, man. They they gave her something in this and I mean, I actually got really emotional in a scene. And and that's all that's all Ramy using what came before and just running with it and and I got emotional in a scene between Strange and, and Palmer, and it's because he knows how to do that. He he, It's really good. Um, Yeah, I can't wait for you to see it, man. Yeah, dude, I'm so pumped. Oh. All right, guys, uh, that's it. That's it for Doctor Strange. I'm not going to talk about it anymore until we drop our episode uh, on uh, Sunday. Yeah, we'll be recording Saturday. Jake, thank you so much for joining me on this one. Where can people find you, Jake? <laughs> <laughs>
1: They can find me in a coma for the next 30-some hours until this next Doctor Strange movie comes out. Did you
0: ever see that Tim and Eric sketch where, like, <laughs> they, they, they like it was a commercial for something. It was like, oh, God. It was something that would knock you out for, like, a certain amount of days until, like, that one big event. Like, if you wanted to go to a party really bad, you, like, drank this thing and it would knock you out for, like, so many days until the day of the party.
1: Oh man, that's genius! But I, I,
0: I wouldn't be able to use that. I, I have to work tomorrow. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, guys, we'll uh, we'll see you later. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, definitely watch Doctor Strange before listening to our next episode.